Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Hi, my name is Alec Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a match marketer, my dad is the best. Welcome to the Direct Response Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be interviewing Whitney Nicely of Whitney Buys Houses. Whitney, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, it is our pleasure. Let's go back in time a little bit. Uh, where did you grow up? Knoxville, Tennessee, East Tennessee, in God's country. Okay. And uh, what did your parents do? My mom owns four truck companies, and so I've been an entrepreneur since I was a kid. My great-grandfather started one of them in 1939, and my dad was a railroad engineer until he retired in 98. And how did you get started in business? Well, my parents had rental houses ever since I've been a little kid, and I always knew that rent money came in at the first of the month, and that's how we made extra money. So they kind of put me into it when I was a kid. Okay, and how did you um, talk? What was your what was the first deal you did on your own? How did that come about? Well, I started flipping houses with my parents in 2009, and in 2014, I decided that their way was too old and slow, so I bought my own house in 2014, and I flipped it in about three weeks, which would have taken four months in parent time, and I made $25,000. Congratulations, and then you were off to the races. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, then I figured out how to flip houses without actually having to sweat <laughs> and make $15,000, which was a lot nicer because I could do more of those with less work. So how does your method differ? What was your parents' method that took so long, and how does yours differ without giving away the secret sauce? No, I can give away the secret sauce. My parents wanted three or four different approvals on everything. They wanted to interview three or four different contractors on every job. And I just wanted to hire one, keeping busy, and go on to the next project. I had, like, when I was buying my first house, I already knew who I was going to use. I already knew what paint color I was going to use. I already knew which faucet I needed. I knew 
who to call when I was ready for them and I could just execute instead of having to wait and wait and wait and then decide and then execute. That makes sense and sounds like a lot more in, a lot more efficient way of doing things. What does your yeah. business look like now? How many how, how many houses have you invested in slash flipped since you started on your own? Uh, I've done just over 50 deals. Uh, I'm flipping a house right now, and it gets kind of confusing because I've bought some apartments in the meantime, and, you know, when the tenant moves out of an apartment, you have to do a little flipping there, too. So I don't really know how to count those. Okay. What do you like best about your business? The time freedom. So if I can go in and work really hard Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, then I don't really have to work as hard Thursday, Friday, and I'm not working Saturday or Sunday. So instead of just getting a three-day weekend, I like to bust my tail and get everything done, usually before noon every day, but especially Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then coast through the rest of the week. That sounds like a great lifestyle, and you mentioned bust your butt, so I'll ask you a couple questions about that. Uh, What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now? Buy more. Buy more real estate. Buy more real estate, okay. And buy more real that? estate. If I could if I could go back to eighteen year old me or twenty five year old me, I would say buy more real estate. No matter what else is going on, buy some real estate. It'll last through the boyfriends, the cars, the jobs, the real estate will be there. Okay, buy more real estate. Great advice to yourself. What have been some of the deals that didn't go your way, and what did you learn from that? Oh, my gosh. I did a lease option last year on a guy. He gave me money. He paid for six months, and then he hasn't paid for the last six months, and I've tried to evict him, but he has filed bankruptcy in the meantime, and you can't evict somebody under bankruptcy. You have to go through a different kind of court to get them out. So I'm fighting that battle, but out of the 17 houses that I have right now, that pay me every month, well, out of the 16 houses that pay me every month, this one is just a bad apple. It's not enough to jump out of the barrel. How do you, what have you learned about how to prevent that from happening? I would uh, screen the tenants even more. I, I got kind of in a tight spot on this house last year, and I had two different offers on the table, and I chose the wrong offer. I should have gone with a different one, but I didn't because this guy had um, a better chance of buying the house. The other woman would have probably already bought it by now, and I just let my emotions get in the way of it. Um, That makes sense. I find that we learn more from avoiding other people's mistakes than we do from just trying to copy their successes. What has been one of your biggest lessons that you've learned? I bought a house one time without looking at it, and I sent my brother over there to look at it. I thought that would be good enough, and he called me back, and he was like, all right, Whit, I don't want to buy this one. Please don't buy this one. And I said, okay, but if you were going to buy it, how much would you pay? And he said, $10,000. I would not give any more than $10,000. So I put a bid in for $15,000, and we bought it. Wow, and, and then what happened? Uh, it was a disaster from that first situation, and my brother never said I told you so, but we ended up selling it 
really fast at an auction about three months later, and we sold it for 11000 So my brother was right. 10000 was the cap on the market for that house in that neighborhood, and you can't, you can't make magical numbers appear. So we lost $4,000, but over the course of our life, that'll be okay. Yes, that is an excellent point. Probably won't matter even three months or three years from now. What has been your highest entrepreneurial moment? Uh, we bought another house um, at an auction. I like auctions. I'm an auctioneer too, but I buy at auctions. So we bought a house for $36,000, and then I did a lease option on it. All we did was put a shower in it. We didn't really flip the house. We just It had a clawfoot tub in the only bathroom. So we put a shower in. It cost us like a thousand dollars. So we were thirty six, thirty seven thousand on this house, and we sold it on a lease option for seventy five thousand with ten thousand down. So we had about twenty five thousand in it, and they've been paying us eight hundred dollars a month for the last two years. And I believe it's almost paid off. But we're going to be looking at a fifty fifty thousand dollar payday when they get the mortgage to buy it. That is. An absolutely incredible return on investment. What would you say are some of the most common mistakes people make when trying to get into real estate, when trying to do what you do? They just wing it. They've got $50,000 in their account, and they're like, oh, well, I, I can go buy this house. And just like I did on my $15,000 house that we sold for eleven, I had 15000 I thought, surely if I put it in this house, I could double down and make 30000 on it. Surely that will happen. And I didn't have any formulas, I didn't have any strategies, I didn't have a plan. I was completely just winging it and hoping that I would be successful, and it didn't work. And it usually doesn't work, and that's why people are afraid of real estate is because they don't go into it with their eyes wide open. They go into it with a hope and a prayer instead of executing a plan. I mean, you wouldn't go to war and not have a plan on what you were going to do. You wouldn't go into a relationship and not have a plan of how you want it to come out, why would you do that in real estate? I understand exactly what you're saying. Not sure that's a perfect example because it seems like you know <laughs> our government has gone into wars without a plan, um, but we as regular people hopefully would not. Um, yeah. What is the best advice you've ever gotten? Keep going. If it's a good deal or a bad deal, keep going. If um, like this week I'm flipping a house and I had a buyer before I even got done flipping it and she sent me a text message yesterday morning said never mind my daughter doesn't like it I don't want the house anymore I was like your daughter doesn't even live with you but you know what fine whatever so I kept going kept answering the phone I kept doing my flip and last night as I was walking into church another guy called me and he was like we love this house when can we put an offer in so boom I had bad experience in the morning Sold it again last night. How do you manage the financial aspects of your business? I do owner financing and lease options so that I don't have to get a mortgage. I don't have to go to a bank. Nobody pulls my credit. And I don't put my money out front to buy the house. Now, I may put my money into flipping the house. Like this house we're working on right now, I'm going to put about $5,000 in it. And I'm going to clear 20000 so you can do that once or twice a month, and you'll be in the black on your book and not have to worry about where the next check's coming from. 
Absolutely. Uh, there, what, how do you manage, how do you keep track of it all? How do you keep track of who needs to do what by when? How do you stay on top of it all? What software or apps or programs are you using to help you with that? I wish I had a really good answer for that. I will tell you that my accountant stays on me, helps me at the beginning of the month to make sure that everybody is paid their rent. But as far as keeping up with the contractors and which job we have going on, I've got three flips right now. I've got a big one. I've just got a carpet and paint flip. And then I've got an apartment flip going on. So you really just have to pay attention to what's going on. I don't I don't have a good system for that. Sorry. That's okay. Um, how do you get so much done in the day? I go to the gym at 6 o'clock in the morning whether I feel like it or not because I get 10 times as much done before 10 a.m. when I go to the gym than I would if I'd slept till 7. And what is, with all the success you've achieved, what is your biggest challenge now? I'm starting to teach women how to do this because every woman needs a real estate portfolio just for the extra money coming in. Whether you want to flip houses or you just want to add a house every year, it doesn't matter as long as you know, you're doing it to make your future better for you and for your kids. So the challenge I have right now is getting in front of enough women that I know are motivated and actually willing to do the work, put the offers in, close on the deals, and then rent them back out. And as many women as I can get in front of, the better off I am because I really want to help women get their financial freedom. And not in the uh, fuzzy buzzword kind of way, like in the actual real-life version of financial freedom. That makes sense. Uh, What are three of the best books you've ever read that um, have had the most impact on your work? Salvador Ferragamo, and most ladies know Ferragamo shoes, Ferragamo bags, whatever. He was completely obsessed with feet and shoes. And um, I don't know if it was Tony Robbins or Mark Cuban or one of them just wrote a book on obsessed, be obsessed or get left behind. And Salvador Ferragamo was completely obsessed, and that's why he was the king of women's shoes. He loved it. That awesome. book, I also read uh, Paula Dean's book and just her real-life story coming from living with roaches in the bed to where she is now, that was super inspiring. Okay. Um, what is working for you? How are you finding deals to make such great profits on? I talk a lot. <laughs> I'm on social media all the time talking about I buy houses I give examples of the houses I'm looking for, and I, I call on people. If I see a sign, if I sell by owner sign in the yard, I will call on somebody. I, I don't care to ask the silly questions that some people don't want to do because they may look silly or it may look like they don't know what they're doing. I don't care to, you know, almost make a fool out of myself if it's going to get the job done. That is a great strategy. Um, Where can our audience go to learn more about you? WhitneyNicely.com. You can go there, and I've got a tab for coaching, my podcast if you want more information. I've got videos there. All sorts of stuff is on WhitneyNicely.com. Or friend me on Facebook, Whitney Nicely, 
and I'm on Instagram, Whitney Buys Houses. Okay. Anything else you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? Not that I know of. You did a great job. All right. So did you. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been Seth Green with Whitney Nicely, uh, WhitneyNicely.com, Whitney Buys Houses. Whitney, thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world, and I want to share with you one of the biggest ways I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better, I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to take the500challenge.com. That's www.takethe500challenge.com to learn more. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.